The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. minutes i was i gave gary the let's do this so i put my number one and i was going to do the swish you know the international symbol for that's a swish or a dunk uh, to start off with a and um gary left me hanging now did you do the at the masters i did you did uh no i did not everybody's a everybody's a gentleman and lady at the no they are not i I am proud though and i do have an eyewitness okay i was shushed by security (laughs) for what just like talking i was down i was down at uh amen corner Uh uh-huh and uh i i was telling a story I, i ran into a friend just a random friend there and I was telling a story, and in the process of telling the story, I went into a New Jersey guy accent. <laughs> so I'm telling the story, and I'm like, hey, what the, hey, is that, is that a party? You just had me say, forget about it. And so I start talking like that as I'm doing this bit for my friend, and security came running nah. over and goes, someone's teeing off, someone's teeing off, shh, you have to be quiet. And I was like, oh, Jesus, all right. And everybody, you should have seen the stink eyes. Everyone's like, how uncouth, sir. Yeah, like, you're like, it's it. Phil Mickelson. He's not going to do any worse. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, uh, so did you have a good time? Tell me all about it. I have, it was your first time going, right? First time to go to the Masters. Um, and it for a golfer, I'm an avid golfer. Yes. I love golf. I've always said you should stick to golf. Yes. You say that all the time now that I think about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Every time I see one of Usually your movies. Usually when I come off stage. Yeah. Uh, when you come off stage, when I see you do stand-up or when I see one of your movies, I'm like, are you sure you don't want to get back into yeah. golf? You should focus on golf. <laughs> yeah. I get that a lot. You're way better at that. No, <laughs> I'm just joking. Right. But I love golf. Yes. So, And I've watched the Masters my whole adult life. You know, It's mm-hmm. always a, a special weekend. And to actually go walk the ground. It was borderline a religious experience. Was it? it really was. It was – I went for Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Friday, I go out. I walk out. You finally get – it's. by the way, they only open Augusta National for one week, one week a year, and it's during Master's Week. So you can't go – It's Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> really? It, and once the Master's is over, they close the gate and no one's allowed in there unless you are accompanied by a member. And no one knows who the members are. It's it's crazy. It's 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 surreal. So it's that weird thing where you're like, it's the chocolate factory. So everybody goes in and you walk the ground that you've watched for years, you know, and uh, it was very special. And the first thing that happened, I walk in the first uh, hole you see is um, uh, number one goes out and number nine is coming back in. Right. Mm -hmm. So we crossed the fairway and right there in front of me, the first golfer I saw was Tiger Woods coming in, coming in on nine. Because you got there early in the morning. (laughs) Exactly. And, uh, uh, it was just amazing. So I, I felt like, you know, that's pretty special. The wow. first golfer I see at 
Augusta is yeah. Tiger Woods. And I saw his approach into nine, and he came up a little short. It hit the green and backed off, uh. Uh, you know. But it, it was just cool to see it. I, I followed around Spieth. I followed around uh, uh, Reed and Rory and Ricky and mm. just all the the. That sounds like a boy band. The leaders. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I loved it. It was a. Very cool experience. And then Saturday, the group I was with, we all just said, all right, everybody pick a golfer that you, you think is going to go low today. One day score. Whoever's the low, low score today. Uh-huh. And I said, it's, it's overcast. It's rainy. I go, Rory, yeah. this is Northern Ireland golf yeah. if I've uh-huh. ever seen it. And sure enough, he won. So I made a little coin on Saturday, which was nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was great on Saturday. I had him in my master's pool. Oh, so nice. I was like, yes. I mean, he was on fire he was. on Saturday. He and was. Then and then Spieth was on a, Sunday. Was electrified. So was Ricky. Yeah. Ricky had a great – I mean, they made some great charges. I wanted Ricky to win so bad. Yeah, a I lot mean, of people feel, did. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, it's sad, too, because, you know, Patrick played a – he played great. He was 15 under. You know? Yeah. He did a great job. And he held off. Yeah. You know, and I know he probably felt it too. Yeah, he could probably feel like I feel like the crowd's rooting for somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but he did a great job, and he can't be denied his uh, his no. his championships. So. Yeah, good, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Now, is it as green there as it looks on TV? It is. It's shockingly green. The colors were amazing. the The flowers popped, uh-huh. and the it, uh, Hogan Bridge is as cool as it looks. And uh-huh. the the sand was white, and the the fairways and the greens are just as green as you can imagine. Right. And, um, the trees were beautiful and the magnolias were everywhere and the azaleas were everywhere. And it was just – it's everything you hoped it would be. Now, um, was anybody there like – were you shocked by like the size of anyone? Were you like, oh, my God, he's so much bigger I was shocked. Adam Scott is little. I thought he was like 6'4". He's, uh-huh. he's a little – he's a wee man. Really? Yeah. And there was some uh, – you know, but it is cool to see him in real life too. They look bigger. They just yeah. – Tiger's jacked. Really? Oh, yeah. He's jacked. Uh. Um, one thing though, they do not allow phones inside the chocolate factory uh, of Augusta you, National. Like you don't, you can't get into the gates of Augusta with a phone. Really? No phones. So we were saying uh, we were at a place called the Magnolia House, which across the street, and so we'd have to check our phones, and they put them on envelopes or whatever. Uh-huh. And we leave there, and and you walk in, and so we don't have any pictures from the course. Oh man! But. At the same time, and this is something that most people won't appreciate or understand, but I didn't have to take any pictures with anybody. Right. Oh, God. And I didn't have to walk around with my head down right. and avoid eye contact, which is what I normally do in crowds. Oh. And I didn't have to wear sunglasses and a hat. I, I was able to walk around with my head up. I could make eye contact with people. People would you know recognize. They would say hi. I would say hi. We didn't, you know, I I like what you do. Thank you. And, you know, we'd shake hands and I'd move on. And it wasn't this chain of, um, hey, can I get a selfie? Oh, let me have a picture. And then it sets off this. And then, you know, the line. And you can't even get to the bathroom because now everybody wants a picture. And then people want a picture in the bathroom line. They want a picture here. And it's just nonstop picture, picture, picture. So it was actually, I didn't mind. I I loved it. I loved not taking pictures all day. And, but yet at the same time meeting people and, you know, saying hi and, and, you know, it was all good. Yeah, being present. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, and so I because nice. normally when when if I'm in a crowd, if I'm at a basketball or a football or any kind of crowd, where there's a game or something, I put my head down and I just try to get through the crowd because if I say yes to one, it sets off a chain reaction mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm I'm lost and and then they get their picture and they're gone, but I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm stuck with another hundred pictures to go before I get to the bathroom, and it's just a. It's a, you know, and I'm sure everybody's going, oh, screw you, Riggle. Yeah. But it, it's a, it's a, you know, it's makes for a long day. 
Yeah, if anybody can't get to the bathroom, they yeah. they should be able to relate by just not getting to the bathroom. And a lot of times, like people just want a picture with you because they see everybody else getting a picture, yeah. and they're like, "Who is that?" Like yeah. they might not have even noticed. Totally, and they tell unless you. you had stopped. They also go out of their way to tell you, "I don't know who you are. But I'm like, <laughs> I want a picture," and you're like, "Well, then why do you why? want a picture with so me? God, t- yeah, taking up my time." Um, what about uh, who else was I going to ask you about? Um, so Ricky looked good. Ricky was and you awesome. Followed, who did you? You just didn't. You didn't stay Sunday. I uh, didn't stay Sunday, but mm-hmm. we. Uh, um, I kind of. I wanted to see the whole course, so we walked right. the whole course. By the way, very hilly. Really. Very hilly, and you know we probably were averaging eight to ten miles a day uh-huh. walking because uh, we had our little Apple watches on or whatever, so we <laughs> nice. know exactly yeah. how much we were walking. It's good exercise. But it was about eight to ten miles a day, and um, and we went. We kind of sometimes we'd follow the golfer. We wanted to follow, like you know, I like Spieth a lot, mm-hmm. and I like Tiger, and and so we'd follow him for a couple holes, and then we'd stop and get a beer, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then uh, and they get they have these chairs, so you can set your chair up and and leave it, and oh. they always come back to it. No one messes with your stuff. Wow. No one messes with your chair. They don't move stuff. It's kind of just this. It's a awesome little understood thing, mm-hmm. and you have your name on the back of your chair or whatever. So uh, we found a great place on 16 uh, on Friday, and then on on 17 we found a great place. Wow! So we just when you get to a certain point, we're tired. You just find a great spot like that. You sit down. You kind of set up camp. You meet the people around you. We were talking to great people from uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. We were talking to some great people from uh, um, L.A. and uh, Georgia and Tennessee, and we just met. People that, you know, it was kind of fun when you don't have a phone right. to constantly be taking pictures mm-hmm. of or if you're bored to start looking at social media, all of a sudden the art of conversation comes back. It's so nice. So we sat down and we just start talking to our neighbors and it was so enjoyable, mm. you know, uh, to engage with people again. Mm-hmm. And we would just sit there and have beers and watch all the golfers come through. So great. Yeah, it was really fun. So and that, that way you kind of saw all the golfers. Right. Which was oh, great, yeah. you know. And then, uh, so everything, all the beer and stuff is cheap, right? Because it's like not expensive. It wasn't bad. I don't remember it being expensive or anything. I know like the pimento cheese sandwich is like a dollar or something. Yeah, the sandwiches are cheap. They have peach ice cream, which is Ooh. like, forget about it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you just grab a, because I'm, I'm such a health nut. I would grab a chocolate chip cookie and a beer, <laughs> yeah. and that was about – maybe a bag of chips. I can't believe you're not eating a chocolate chip cookie right now because you usually are eating one during the podcast. So if anybody's ever wondering what it is that Rob's eating, yeah. it's a chocolate you chip You hear cookie. me munching on something. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I'm it was, so glad it was a, that you it was had a, such a, a good time. It was a lifetime experience. It definitely was, and I'm, I'm glad I got to do it. And, and now that I've kind of reconned it out, I, I want to go back. Well, uh, yeah. And I want to take uh, – more people, you know. And you said you're t- friends with Tony Fino. Tony Finau. Finau. Yes. Uh, I, I met him uh, two years ago. We went on a golf trip together, actually. <laughs> wow. And uh, he was just kind of getting into, I think he had won the Puerto Rican Open. And uh, so he had just kind of joined the tour. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate enough to, to spend time with him uh, and play golf with him and, and get to know him. And then uh, Friday when we got there. He was out on the putting green uh, mm-hmm. when we walked in, and mm-hmm. so I, I, I just said, hey, and, and he was like, Riggle. <laughs> and I said, how's your ankle, man? I can't yeah. believe it. And he's like, it's great. He goes, I got to tell you. He goes, you know, it happened uh, Wednesday mm-hmm. at the par three thing, and, it, you know, it hurt. I think he hurt his pride more than it hurt him. It mm-hmm. hurt him. And then he, um, he said Thursday morning he went in and had an MRI, and they said, well, there's nothing torn or anything like that, so – 
it's just a matter of your decision. You know, do you want to play? Can you handle the pain? Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's the masters. Uh, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. playing. So unless you tell me, you know, I'm yeah. going to never walk again, <sighs> I'm playing. So he was like, I'm in. So he went out that Thursday after the MRI and after the doctor said, it's kind of your pain threshold. What do you want to do? And he's like, I want it's the Masters, so I'm playing. He went out and shot a 68 at Augusta <laughs> National. A 68. He was four under after day one. He was like, coach, I think he was tied for the lead or second place. Unreal. I mean, just and, – and he even admits, he goes, I think it was the adrenaline. You know, yeah, he goes, for he goes, sure. He goes, I didn't, he goes, that first day, I didn't even feel it. Mm-hmm. And then I thought – I think as the weekend progressed, he started to feel it more yeah. and more. And then that they posted – he posted that picture of Ugh. it. It is – Gross. The ugliest ankle you've ever seen. <laughs> so, it's all black and blue. It goes all the way up his shin. Yeah. Like, I'm sure as the weekend progressed, the adrenaline wore off and it's the pain kicked in. Because, well, like I said, you're walking six to eight miles if you're a golfer mm-hmm. um, around that course on that battered up ankle. So my hat's off to him. He gets the Courage Award. Yeah. For sure. What and he's a sweet, sweet young man. Like, just mm-hmm. a gentleman, very yeah. sweet, very kind. He remembers people's names, you know. He's just – I didn't know if he'd ever remember, you know, because we played we played golf yeah. two years ago. Yeah. But he did, so. What do you think you would shoot at Augusta if you got to play? I me, honestly – Me and my friends were talking about this, but we thought we would – like, do I think I would get a 13 like Sergio? Yes, that could no easily doubt, happen. No doubt. No doubt that could happen. <laughs> Especially under tournament conditions yeah. when, the, when the greens are so slick and, you know. They're so fast. So fast. And then but you just hit one bump and it just rolls all the way back to the other side. I'm a 12 handicap, okay. which that means uh, 12 on a 72 is, what, 84? Huh? Is that yes. good math? That's what I, that's what I should yeah. shoot. I should shoot an 84. Mm-hmm. I would shoot, in all honesty, probably somewhere like a 90, somewhere in the 90 to 92 range, knowing me. Oh, instead of an 84. Yeah. So be- well, I'm a 12 handicap, but but I know the the adrenaline and the mistakes I would make, and <laughs> the you know I'd be swinging too hard, and I'd be. I would be lucky to stuff. shoot a 94 on one hole. <laughs> I think you know what I mean, like without a best ball scenario, like I would be very. I can't imagine. You could. You I played could. Pinehurst. Oh, nice. Because uh, it's like the only golf place I've ever yeah. played because I was like doing a show for some military people and that's what they wanted me to do. That's awesome. And I was like, all right. You know, <laughs> so of course all my dude friends were like. <laughs> Pinehurst and, is great. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Yeah. But I was just like, I was definitely had to be a best ball scenario. And I was like, I'm not good. And they're like, we're not either. And I'm like, yeah, but is your not good the same as my not good? Like, when you drive the ball, does it get in the air? Yeah, because that's an indicator. Because <laughs> mine does not. <laughs> now, did you like the game of golf? Yeah, I like it a lot. Do you have a desire to learn and take lessons? Uh, no. Because here's the thing. I... If you take lessons mm-hmm. and you still aren't having any success and you still don't, you know, you don't feel a draw to it, I get it. Leave it, leave it be. Mm-hmm. But if you take lessons, your game, if you have a good instructor, your game will improve and it becomes more addictive and then you want to play it and you'll enjoy it a hundred times more. So yeah. just a little food for thought. Yeah, that's true. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. It's definitely something that my boyfriend wants me to do, but I don't really feel like doing I encourage uh, more women to get into the golf because they're guys it's four hours of uninterrupted time I mean I have the best conversations mm-hmm. with people on the golf courses I connect with people on the golf course you end up talking you have four uninterrupted four to five uninterrupted hours mm-hmm. you talk about life you talk about your kids you talk about your spouse you talk about 
business. You come up with ideas for business. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you walk off the course going, I think I'm shooting a video for Steel Panther next week. <laughs> that happened. Like, you oh, know, my like, God. Like, these things happen yeah. on the golf course. And, it's, uh, and, and you, you get to know people. And by the way, I, I do believe this. Uh, people always say you can learn everything you need to know about a person by playing golf with them. Because golf is a uh, gentleman's sport, meaning you are trusted mm -hmm. to play by the rules. Okay. You know, if you playing with someone and they cheat, that tells you a lot about that person. <gasps> yeah. You know, and if they play by the rules and if they keep accurate score and if they have manners and let you, you know, there's traditions like if you had the low score on the hole previously, then you get to tee off first. That's called honors at the tee box. Mm -hmm. and there's just etiquette. And people that follow etiquette and people that are, you know, complimentary. Like you hit a nice shot. They're like, hey, that was a great shot. You're like, okay. You can learn so much. Or if they're like, uh, you know, they're jealous that you shot a good <gasps> shot. You're like, oh, okay, All now right. I know a little bit about more about this mm -hmm. jerk. Or, And I'm telling you, you can see the integrity of a person. You can tell a lot by how they play the game. You can learn a lot. Yeah. It's got to be a pleasant experience, just like buying a car. Yay! <laughs> I love it! That's right. True Car isn't just for buying new cars. Uh, it's also for help buying used cars. True Car uh, is a, a certified dealer network, and they have a national inventory of nearly 1 million used cars. And you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether, buy, whether you buy new or used. And with True Car, users can see what others paid, so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with True Car certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. I'm always happy to read about True Car. You nail True Car, True car. every time. You <laughs> really believe in it. You really believe in it. I believe in True Car. I know it's you good. do. It's like a really helpful thing. It's they good. They give you all those little tips and... Now I know a coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior. Yeah. You know? They give you the tools. They give me the tools. <laughs> uh, normally, I just have one tool in the podcast booth with me. Wait, uh, Chandler. <laughs> Don't tell her. She's right there. She can't hear us. She can't I hear you. can't hear anything. You can't hear anything? I'm legally deaf. <laughs> So much going on in the so world, much. by the way. Not only sports, which we've we've touched on the Masters, which was fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, but there seems to be a rash of <laughs> stupidity going on with regard to bomb threats and bomb uh -huh. hijinks. We had a yeah. Packers player going through security at LAX, I believe. Uh, this happened recently, mm -hmm. and they said, "Do you have any explosives in your bag?" And he said, "Yes." <laughs> And, and and then he said to his girlfriend, honey, you you remember to pack the explosives, right? <laughs> okay. And now we all get it. All right. We, I know what you're going for. You were probably didn't want to be, you know, you probably were insulted that they asked you if you had bomb. Time and place, my friend. Time and <laughs> yeah. place. There is a time and a place for bomb jokes. And there's, a, uh, and there's mm -hmm. not a time and a place for mm -hmm. bomb jokes. And when you're at the airport... No time. No time. For bomb jokes. Yeah. Uh, because as you'll learn, uh, most TSA employees are not comedy wizards. <laughs> they're not loaded with personality they're and they're not loaded for fun. Uh -huh. uh, they're loaded to make everybody's life miserable. Um, <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. But they, they're not – I don't know why you would joke around about that. That seems so basic. Yeah. And so anyway, he got in trouble. Of course he did. 
Because yeah. they're going to make a meal out of he that. He got arrested. Yes. They're going to make a meal out of that. They're not yeah. just going to say, oh, you're funny. Go mm-hmm. on through, sir. They're going to be like, lockdown, lockdown. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're going to do. Yeah. So he got he got his ass in trouble. And then T.J. Miller yeah. got arrested for making a fake bomb threat because he was mad at a woman on the train. He had an argument with her. So he called in a bomb threat against – said that she was carrying a bomb. Just yeah. – I, I can't even – And then they literally – he told – he he was so, I think, intoxicated. He, he gave them the wrong train number. So they stopped the other train. and took everybody off the train, evacuated the train, like caused like, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in like lost time and fares. I mean, I can't even imagine. Sure. I mean, (laughs) think of the the chain reaction that sets off. Yeah. Imagine knowing that your train was delayed because somebody called in a fake bomb threat. Uh, it's infuriating. It's so irresponsible. I'm really bummed out by that one. Actually. I'm really bummed out by it yeah. because he is a friend of mine and I've yeah. known him for a long time. And uh, I don't know what's going on with him right now, but he can face up to five years in prison. Jesus. Five years. Well, I is, doubt that'll happen. But I doubt I, it'll happen. Yeah, but but uh, I'm glad it is like that much of a penalty just to kind of thwart people. Well, from you can't doing do anything. that. You just can't do that. That seems. Remember when kids were doing like those fake SWAT? They would call SWAT. It was called swatting, yeah, right? Yeah, that happened when I was in high school. No. Yeah. yeah I think like would... a year, for a year straight, we got pulled out of class like 10 different times. You're kidding. Yeah. They would call it on other people's houses. Yeah. So like the SWAT team would show up at like their friend's house. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm sure team. the SWAT team got a big kick out yeah, of that. Yeah, I'm sure, right? Because <laughs> you know how much adrenaline goes through a SWAT team as they're approaching what they consider a crisis situation? I I when, don't know, but I can SWAT, only SWAT teams, you know, that's special weapons and tactics is what SWAT stands for. Okay. So they're, when they get called, it usually means there's a hostage situation or there's a shootout and they need more firepower. Or it just, you know, it, it really mm. means they don't get called in for domestic problems or parking tickets. They get called in because the shit's about to hit the fan. Right. So as they're rolling to the scene, I'm sure their adrenaline is just cooking. Yeah. And then to find out it's uh, Tom and the Fart Masters. <laughs> Doing a doing a yuck against their buddy, we we were gonna TP him, but we thought we'd swat him. Yeah, oh, you morons! I'd be so angry. Um, do you want to talk about the lady in Florida? Please, <laughs> please, we got so, this. This uh, authorities say they questioned the woman. There, so there's a woman in Florida who got pulled over uh, about having drugs, and they found drugs in her. Uh, purse and her excuse was it's a windy day it must have flown through the window and into my purse i get it <laughs> has that, no, has that happened not, to you yes drugs fly through the air on a daily especially <laughs> like a super windy day uh-huh like I florida's mean, known yeah. for being windy so windy down there so windy and i imagine it's some of it probably windy. flew up her nose too <laughs> Some of that cocaine might have, with that wind. Could you imagine, like, you have to be high to use that as an excuse, right? <laughs> well, see, oh, so we'll what, see happened, what happened. Uh, the cocaine uh-huh. uh, blew through the window uh-huh. into my purse. I'm listening. Yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, and don't mind the residue in my nose, because right. uh, when it hit the purse, it blew up my face. Why were your windows open, sir? 
Because it's so windy. Because it's so windy. Yeah. Uh, so that's why you needed to open the windows. Yeah, I mean, it's windy. Has this happened to you before? It happens a lot, actually. That's why I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Right. What Officer. other kinds of drugs has flown I get, into your purse? Honestly, I get like Adderall. It just comes flying in here uh-huh. uh, at a Well, that's high luckily. Rate. You don't have to make an appointment. Yeah, and then... Uh, it depends. Sometimes that you get crystal meth in the air a uh-huh. lot. You know, it comes whipping in. Uh, <laughs> cocaine, as to happened today, clearly. Right. Yeah, because uh, you're closer to Miami today. <laughs> right. right. And then just oddly enough, a lot of edibles just come <laughs> whipping into my window because of, of that spring breeze. You should probably think about keeping your windows up. I should. I'm going to learn my lesson. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Imagine being the cop that pulled her over, trying not to laugh. I just, I, I feel, this is when I feel for cops. <laughs> yeah. Because we sit there and we're like, we're always, you know, people are always judging cops and they're mm-hmm. on cops. Cops, if think about it. <laughs> Even good citizens lie to cops yeah. on a daily basis. <laughs> I don't know if anybody ever tells the cops the truth. Like, do you know you were speeding? I, I'm completely unaware, officer. <laughs> you know, judge, I think you know this is a school zone. Oh, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Everybody lies to cops all the time. And they have to sit there and play the game of, well, ma'am, I find that hard to believe because <laughs> cocaine just doesn't fly through the air into open windows. Mm-hmm. So I find your story hard to believe. You calling me? And then they go yeah, off on them. Yeah, they're calling me a liar. And they're like, God, but I'm sure they just want to go home. Like... We, uh, we we make their lives hell. We, I don't blame them for being mad. Yeah, I, I always like. I always think about. Do you watch Law and Order? Have you ever watched course, Law and Order? So course. like, I'm always fascinated on that show of like how often people say like, I don't have time to talk to you. I have to go to school. And I'm like, what? Are you, if a cop was like, uh, we need to ask you a few questions. I'd be like, huh? Okay, what happened? Sure, yeah. of course. You know, I would I would take off the day from work. <laughs> yeah. For the five-minute conversation I had. I would be so afraid. <laughs> and they're, like, interviewing high school kids and, like, can I go to class, please? Yeah. And I'm like, what? I yeah. would never talk to a cop like that. Well, it's just— it, Or they come to their door and the woman's like, um, I have kids, so no. Yeah. And it's like, what? That's not— That's no. not real. That's not <laughs> yeah, real. That's not. It's my so other, not real. My other favorite part of Law & Order is, like, if a phone ever rings— yeah. You know it has to do with the case if they answer the phone. <laughs> they never answer the phone, and it's just like their kids, and they're like, I'll be home later, I promise. <laughs> like It's always like, oh, okay, we'll be right there. That's an <laughs> awesome way so... to review uh, um, Law & Order. <laughs> yeah. See, i got to start watching I it again. It's been on since I was born, I think. Yeah. It's, I, it's no joke. It's I, been on forever. I only got into it in the last couple of years because it was like just so always on. So many episodes. It's so good, though. It's, and it now, is fun. I and just, if you lived in New York, I lived in New York for 10 years. So oh. you you feel, you know, you, you look around at all the places they're at and you're like, I know that street. I know that street. And <laughs> you know, the, it's just very so see, it feels now, very familiar. When I see one that I haven't seen, I'm like, oh. <gasps> How come I haven't seen this? <laughs> Surely I, it's probably. I just need to let it keep going. This is probably definitely one yeah. I've seen. But I, yeah. It's it's Pretty always rare. good stuff. I, I love those shows, and they're usually pulled from headlines that actually happened, which is even scarier. Ripped and from gross. the headlines. Yeah, yeah. Especially the SVU ones. You're like, Ugh. I can't believe on SVU how often they get to say dirty, disgusting words. Yeah. Well, it's all like legalese yeah. or technical terms, yeah. but still gross. Yeah. It's still awful. Seminal and fluid. They say that uh, all the time. Name of my band. Seminal fluid. Yeah. It's a great name. Thanks. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have any instruments guys, yet. We just got the name. You just spray all over <laughs> the country. You play all over the country. Sorry. Yep. We dribble all over the country. <laughs> We're older. Anyway...
Um, Speaking of getting older. <laughs> Speaking of getting older. Yeah, there's uh, a new product. There is going. a new product out there called Hems. 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 Hey, listen, guys, 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. That's yeah. a big stat. We're talking close to seven out of 10 dudes. That's a lot. Are, are chroming hard. Chroming? Chroming out. Okay. Chrome dome. Uh, by 35, all right? And by the time you notice it, bro, it's too late. Too late. Too late. It's too late. Yeah. Bye, bye. It's too, too late, late baby. baby. Now it's too, too late. late. That's cool in the gang, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we yes. probably owed them $100 Hair now. in the gang. <laughs> Hair in the gang. Well, listen up, guys. Um, it is time that you got uh, uh, back in the game with hymns. Hymns. Hems, hems. Yes. Go for hems.com. A one stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness. It's for men. Guys, all your needs. <laughs> it is? Yeah, if you want to get back in the game. <laughs> it's for men? It's for him. Is that why it's called him? It's hems.com. It. For hems.com. Order now. Uh, <laughs> listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhymns.com slash wriggle, forhymns.com slash wriggle, forhymns.com slash wriggle. F-O-R. Yeah. For F-O-R, hymns. That's right. F-O-R-H-I-M. Uh, and this, guys, we're talking about hair loss. You're not talking about it anymore if you go to for hymns. Get, get ahead of the curve. Don't get behind the curve. <laughs> ahead of the curve. Ahead. <laughs> a full head of hair ahead of the curve. They're, they're new. They're new. These folks are new, so let's yeah. hope, hope that everybody gets out there and uh, gets on board with that. We have a lot of great uh, uh, things happening. What else? Oh, questions. Do you want to do that? or we, sure. Do we have to take a break? Yeah. Oh, we do? Oh, yeah. Gary God, just gave me the it. finger. He gave me the finger. Ugh. He always has a weird way of saying He gives you two sometimes. Yeah. Today it's was only weird. one. It's, usually you can just say, hey, we've got to take a break, or it gives me the signal like a wrap-up signal. But that's not how it went. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> What's it like for you watching games of your son coaching? Agonizing. It's a family affair on Attack Each Day, the Harbaugh's podcast. You know, I didn't know there was actual work here. <laughs> Recent guests include Rich Eisen, John Harbaugh, Judge Judy, and John Madden. I thought one of the greatest jobs in coaching in the NFL was Jim's first year with the 49ers. Exclusively on Podcast One Sportsnet. Get episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Great time to be a Wolverine. Hey, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I choked. I choked. Yes, you did. I actually coughed and choked. I went, <laughs> Jeez. It was a hard weekend. I went to the Masters. <laughs> Come on, now. Yeah, where well, you saw other people choke. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Now, All right. Did you um, go with your uh, anybody in your family, or did you go with friends? No, I went with friends, uh, and I was very glad to do so. Because you don't like your brothers? Or? No, I have one sister, and she's awesome. By the way, you know what today is, friend? What? It's National Sibling Day. What? Transition effect. <laughs> Full effect. Transition. <laughs> uh, no, it is. Today is, today national, is national Sibling Day. Sibling Day. Oh, that's good. That means I have to like text my sister, I guess. I guess I got to text We both have sister. one sister. That's you something have, we have. You have an older sister? I have a younger sister. I have an older sister. Oh. See? I think I met your sister in Florida, right? You did. Yeah, you yeah, because I was making fun of you. And she's like, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you've never, like, she didn't do that your whole life. My whole life. She was five years older than me, and she is. And she's smarter than me. Mm-hmm. And, and she always had a leg up on me, always. <laughs> Until puberty, when I finally 
got to her, you know, like I could height. Her, yeah, I could defend. I could get her. <laughs> like I could punch her or grab yeah. her, and you know. And then she went off to college, and then uh. she wanted to be my friend, and then I was like, I guess. <laughs> Did but she, she used to, you? oh, she tortured she me. Torture oh, the classic sibling stuff. Um, when I was young, I didn't know what epidermis meant. Uh-huh. So she goes, "Your epidermis is showing." <laughs> you know, and I'd be like, "No, it isn't." You know, and all her friends would join in, and they go, "It totally is." And then they go, "Mom, is his epidermis showing?" And she go, "Yeah." And I go, "Whatever." <laughs> torture, torture. And then she uh... would like. I remember uh, uh, we were down at the Lake of the Ozarks, and I. She got me mad. Her and her friends got me mad. So I said, I go, you know, eat shit. <laughs> oh, no. And they went, oh. <laughs> and then they threatened to tell mom and dad. Of which, you know, and I was like, don't, don't tell mom and dad. <laughs> no, no, no. And so they, go, so they started calling me LC, little cusser. <laughs> and so they called me LC and we'd be at dinner and they go, do you want some more, uh, you know, you want some more salad, LC? And my dad would be like, what's LC? And I'd be frozen. <laughs> Frozen with fear that they were going to rat me out. Right. The, the torture, just torture. They never said. Yeah, and then like, like we were, when we were in the car uh, on road trips, you know, uh, the, the where the armrest goes down, that's the DMZ. Yes, and exactly. it was agreed upon that no one, you can't even put your hand in there. Okay, <laughs> you stay on your side, I stay on mine. But that no one, you can't. Uh-uh. You don't get to touch it. I don't get to touch. You don't get to touch it. Well, of course she would put her arm on the armrest and hog it. <laughs> so I put my arm. I was like, well, screw that. <laughs> North Korea. I'm taking back my side. So I'd put my arm out and she would dig her claws oh, into yeah. my forearm. Fingernails. Oh, and she would win every time because yeah. she was bigger and stronger. Mm-hmm. I hated anyway, road trips. She, she's like... actually, and now she turned out to be the most, she's like one of the most loving, wonderful people on earth, yeah. of course. But yeah, yeah, which you don't know until you get older. Until, yeah, until you get older. Yeah, I you... hated my sister my whole life. <laughs> From the time she was born, I was like, who is this bird? <laughs> like, you know, like, why is this? You did not say that we were getting a new cute thing that you guys were going to pay attention to yeah. in the house. Stealing like, focus all day. <laughs> Excuse me. It was just me and we were fine. Uh, yeah. So I did not like her. And then, but she was kind of fine. Then I decided she was like my baby that yeah. I would take care of. Yeah. She was like a real life baby doll. But then she started walking and she was always bigger than me. Even when she was she was younger than me, she was always taller uh-huh. and stronger. Oh. And she would just... Especially as the older. You can't have that. You've no. got to establish dominance I, early. Yes. Yeah. No. But she was faster too. Like in the pool. We had a pool. She was always like so much faster. She was just better at everything. I want to punch her in the face. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And yeah. so I would, you know, and we always fought over the television. Like who got to watch. Because <laughs> okay. over the summer, we had to stay home by ourselves. Yeah. And so... You didn't want to have to go watch TV in the rec room because that TV wasn't as good. Sure. Right? Of course. And that was like an, my dad converted the garage basically into like a bar. Okay. And then there's like an old, the old <laughs> I like your gross dad. couch. I like your, I yeah. like your dad. That was like where the freezer was, you know, like it was. Oh, like, we had the same. No, we uh, didn't have a bar, but we, I, that's where the one, we had an extra washer and dryer out there and you had a freezer. Yeah. Always a freezer. The freezer was there and like just like the old TV. Everything yeah. that was old was there. <laughs> yes. And so but the the living room had the big screen TV, yeah. right? Which yeah. also had, we had a satellite dish. So oh. in the winter those would always freeze up. So my sister and I was like doing rock, paper, scissors, like who had to go outside and push it. Because <laughs> one person had to go push it and the other one had to hold the, the button down like you know, if you're gonna watch cartoons, you had to go out in the cold. You had a sacrifice for your entertainment back but then. But back then, like 
the big the size of the TV was how big the remote was. Yes. And my sister used to whack me with the TV remote on the shin oh. all the time. Oh my god! <laughs> like just which and I'd be like, ah, ah, you know, because like I guess I wanted to watch like Maury Povich and she wanted to watch Prices Right. We could never agree, and would just like fight, 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 fight uh. all day. And then yeah, and I just hated her. And so- she says that like I. Like, never wanted to hang out with her. And that she always wanted to hang out with me. And I was like, no, you didn't. Like, she would literally, my sister played by herself when she was little. She didn't want me to play with her ever or come in her room because she had her, her room was really clean. <laughs> and it was like all very, and I knew where she had her candy. So I would sneak in there all oh, the time. Sure, Robin. One, yeah. Robin Blind. She would play cars, which was just like, she just had like a big map yeah. and all these little cars. And she would just play all day. And I'd be like, can I play? She's like, you don't know how. <laughs> like, how do you God, mean how? Yeah, yeah, there's no how. You're yeah. just pushing cards around. Yeah, he, she's, it's just no, like it's very Sims. specific. Yeah. Very specific. Yeah. When we got a Nintendo, she finally like played with me sometimes because that was like in her. So, room. at what point did you become uh, friends? I guess when I went to college. Yeah, and yeah. That's kind of when it hit yeah. me and my sis. Yeah. When she went up to college, all of a sudden. Yeah, we You're like uh, wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait, don't, don't hey. go. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I need you here. Yeah. I don't want to be alone with mom and dad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So yeah, as soon as I got to college, I definitely missed her. And then when she got to college, it was like now we're best friends. Oh, that's yeah. good. So she is definitely my best friend. Oh, that's yeah, cool. She's the best. But and you know she's smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> she just got her PhD. You yeah. know. My sister's a lawyer. Yeah. yeah I get it. I get. It's like she's like now she's gonna like start teaching like the college program at her high school so she's like inventing that basically oh and like gosh. i know she's like well i have three degrees i'm like well that ain't shit in fahrenheit to be honest so why don't you come back to me when you know something <laughs> so hash, happy national sibling day yeah my sister used to do this she uh, if we were fighting upstairs oh. she would clap her hands or slap her arm oh. really hard and go ow rah <laughs> And my dad from downstairs would uh, rub up, get down here. <laughs> and I'd have to, I'd go down there, I'd go, Dad, I didn't do anything. She did it. He goes, Really? She did She oh, hit sure. herself. Sit down. <laughs> and then I have to sit there and watch the Sunday night movie with him, which is some jerk movie yeah, like Dr. Shivago or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to kill myself. <laughs> and I have to sit there and watch th- whatever he was watching. Dr. Shivago. I mean, that was usually the Sunday night yeah. movie or whatever on ABC. <laughs> And I was like, this sucks. And she, but she would be upstairs playing still. And I'd be like, she got me again. <laughs> she did a lot of fake calls like that where it was like, ow. Yeah. And I'd be like, I didn't do it. <laughs> Rob Bob, get down here. Yeah. She wonders why I became a comedian. I was like, because I had to entertain myself my whole <laughs> god dang life. Even when we went on road trips, which we went on every summer. Because yeah. my parents never spent money on each of us individually well they would buy us anything we wanted as long as we paid half (laughs) but we only got a dollar a week for allowance so that we were like we my sister and i once were like we're gonna save up and buy a trampoline i was like yes yeah and then like you know like two months 50 weeks into it (laughs) you realize you got a hundred bucks between the two of it you're like this sucks let's go get some ice cream yeah yeah so well i realized that like a month in right (laughs) and i definitely just spent mine on candy but my sister was like saving up for months which i didn't realize and she was like oh man we almost have this much now and i was like uh, yeah we do i was like yeah we do joanna i didn't tell you oh they don't make trampolines anymore they quit making them they're too dangerous 
they, I'd like convince her that yeah. they didn't make trampolines yeah, and that so she sorry. should just spend her money on something else. My sister used uh, to convince me on road trips. Uh-huh. She'd go, she'd go, she was so good. She was so smart. And I was so... Gullible. Uh, gullible. And to, I was yeah. five years younger, so mm-hmm. she had me just every yeah. time. She'd go, she'd go, I want the floor. I want the floor. And I go, no, no, I want the floor. And she goes, she goes, ah. Oh. All right. She goes, all right, I guess. You can have so I'd be like, yeah. I don't remember the floor of the floor. cars from the 70s and 80s, yeah, but the, the, the axle ran all the way through. <laughs> yeah. So the hump was yeah. tremendously huge. Yeah, huge. And I would lay over the hump and she'd have the whole back seat. <laughs> she'd be laying flat and reading her magazines uh, and like lap of luxury. And I'm bent, my back would be breaking, but I'd yeah. be on the floor yeah. and I'd think, boy, I got this one. <laughs> and just, she did it. She's like everything. She uh, was just ahead of me on everything. My sister, I always try to convince her to sleep. Uh, to sit behind dad because whoever sat behind dad who was driving had to give him a neck massage every once in a while. And I was like, ugh, (laughs) hated that, you know? And then my dad would also always pretend like he was driving with his eyes closed and my sister and I would freak out. Oh, dad, no, no. You know, he just like kind of had them closed. But my sister also slept the whole time. And I could never sleep in the car. So it was literally, again, me entertaining myself. You and I are come from the same cloth in the sense that I entertained myself a lot because I, I, it wasn't a same sex, uh, same sex sibling. Right. She was a five year old uh, girl, so even when it was time to play, we didn't necessarily play the same thing. Right. So I was always by myself, and I was self entertaining, mm-hmm. uh, which is a good thing, I think, because yeah. even today I'm like, you can do anything you want to me, just don't bore me. Because <laughs> yeah. the second I get bored, I start self entertaining, which out. means I start messing with stuff, I start poking things <laughs> and poking people and causing a little mischief. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, I had another story about my sister I wanted to tell. Um, what are you talking about? Falling tickles. In- oh. Tickles. She would rip me off on tickles. <laughs> so, like, we'd, we'd agree to an armistice. Okay. Where we'd put our arms in the in the neutral zone, in the DMZ of the back seat. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I would, you know, tickle her arm for mm-hmm. five minutes, and then she would tickle mine. But she would fall asleep. And then I would go, okay, it's my turn. <laughs> And she would never wake up. Oh, yeah. She would never. I'd go, yeah. I know you're awake. Yeah. I know you're awake. And she'd yeah. be like, totally asleep. Uh, so she got tickles and I got none. No. Shakedown. Yeah. Shakedown. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, that's not mine. Mine's not in mine. my purse. Uh, my sister and I would do that with like the, the, um, like we would rub each other's backs to go to sleep. Yeah. Same thing. Rip off. Rip off. She would shake just be down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll go first. You know, yeah. we had all these signs too. Like when you put your leg up, I want it harder. You know, when I, <laughs> I need you to scratch it. I mean, scratch it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if I put my arm yeah. up, then you know, just softer. <laughs> Did any of that carry over into your real relationships and life relationships? <laughs> yeah, where yeah. I'm like, rub my back. I'll rub yours after. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, right. So anyway, today is National Sibling Day. So uh, send a, send a, a tweet. Uh, not a tweet. Send a personal message. <laughs> no, send a tweet. Send a tweet, actually. <laughs> yeah. Send a tweet to your lovely uh, sister or brother with a therapy. horrible picture of them that's also <laughs> really good of yourself. <laughs> My sister always That's a great that. idea, yeah. actually. She's like, look at the, how cute we were. And I'm like, why would you put the awkward here? Because I was like... You know, 13, like super awkward, Yeah. like all my braces on. And then my sister's still cute at the time, like nine. So she's like, 
like how cute does she look in the picture and then here I am like well I should have been wearing a bra but I wasn't <laughs> and I had way too many braces in my mouth well Nick Kroll uh, with his show that pu- puberty uh-huh. he did that whole puberty thing so on Instagram he got a bunch of people to post pictures of themselves right around puberty mm-hmm. and so I posted one from 7th <laughs> 8th grade time frame and my head hadn't formed yet <laughs> It's still like a baby face, baby head. It's Little baby like head. one eye is lower than the other. <laughs> yeah, I still had like a soft skull, so my head hadn't formed yet. And I had razor straight hair, and my hair was, it wasn't a bowl cut, but it was straight over my ears, and maybe a, just a tease of a mullet, because it was the 80s. Just a tease of a mullet. Oh, you have to repost and, that now. And it's braces, and mm-hmm. it's just awful. And it, it's, you can go to my Instagram and see yeah. it, it's there. I didn't take it down. But it's painful, Ugh. painful stuff. Those pictures. It's like we also like that was like my parents bought a video camera. Yeah. Like so our first home movies are like when I'm in my awkward oh. phase and my sister's still adorable. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't you guys buy a camera when I was little? <laughs> and adorable. And adorable. Yeah. No. Oh, no. You wait for the for the braces and the and the yeah. budding and the puberty body. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, um, um like I said, mine was taken uh, when I was uh, – the picture is actually of my – I think it was my seventh or eighth grade uh, uh, basketball team. Mm-hmm. Speaking of teams. <laughs> yeah, baby. Give me something. <laughs> Speaking of teams, Microsoft Teams. Uh, guys, support for teams. Today's show comes from Microsoft Teams. Microsoft Teams is your hub for teamwork in Office 365. <laughs> Come on, well, think about it now. With so much to look after, wouldn't it be great if there was just one place to look? Mm-hmm. Teams is that single workspace where you can work, share, and connect with people in your work life. Teams brings together your chats, your meetings, your files, and apps all in one place. Take teamwork where you work with apps for mobile and desktop. So whether you're sprinting towards a deadline or sharing your next big idea, Teams can help you and your team achieve even more. Microsoft Teams and Office 365. Visit office.com backslash teams to learn more. Good job. Thanks, ma'am. That was Thanks. a real team effort. That was a team effort. <laughs> I still personally like it when you're like, did you say Microsoft? <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah, speaking of. Nobody said that. <laughs> Thought you said it. Anyway. Anyway. Now we should do our Riggles uh, questions. A lot Riggles of questions came in this week. Thank you so much. As always, we, we greatly appreciate that. I love this question. Uh, Hit me. What is it? Love the podcast. Lots of laughs. Oh, thank you. That was you. more of a statement. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. I believe that was Andy. Uh, yeah, Andy, that was Andy very sweet Wexler. of you. Yeah. Um, someone wants to know, how did we first meet? That's a good question. Was it uh, Riggles? Pick? I think I did. Was it, uh, I was on Riggles picks on Sunday. On, a on Sunday. the Fox NFL pregame show. Yes. And uh, I do a segment called Riggles Picks there. And uh, you are friends with Bennett Weber, who yeah. is one of our mutual friends right. and uh, colleagues, a guy that we love and work with. Um, yeah. And, so and you had, were friends with him, right? Yeah. And he brought me on to do, I think I was like, oh, it was, was the it awards. Was it, uh, it was the awards, like the, the wriggle, the half season awards. And I was like the, the, um, I was like dressed in a gown and I was like, um, the reporter. Was that the first one? I think that was the first one. Oh my gosh. I thought it might've been Boston PSI. Oh, that might have been it. Remember Boston PSI? Yeah, yeah, that might have been it. It was the season opener. Howie Long was in it, and we were doing – because Tom Brady, there was all that controversy about 
the deflated balls. Yeah, PSI so we Boston. came up with Boston PSI. I saw that jacket. And uh, do you really? Yeah. That's so good. And uh, uh, oh, you were you were, one of, you were one of the investigators. Yeah. I remember. I did that one, and I did the wet the the year awards, and then I did the um, the Falcons fan at the end of the year. It was yes. like me and Joel McHale and you. And then you also did the one. Didn't you do the oh, one yeah, with Jeff the Ross? Battle one, yeah. The Jeff Ross. I think one. I've done four. Yeah. So that's how we know each other. Yeah, that's basically. how we started. That's how we met, and then you worked with me on the Rob Lowe roast. Yes. And I remember thinking how amazingly talented you are <laughs> oh, as a, as a nice. comedian. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, okay, uh, I want to work together with her on something. Yeah. And uh, then we did your pilot. And then we did the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, – And then I wouldn't leave you alone after go, that. And I was like – No, I, I, still, wanna... I, I still wanted to find something. So uh-huh. I was like, well, what can we do? Yeah. And then we, we decided on a podcast, which yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. So that's how we met. Here we are. And here we are. Yeah. We're still here. So I want to know the answer to this because a lot of people have been asking. You said that you have been to 48 states now. Yes. And that's after the Masters, right? Oh, right. Yes. I did so. post a picture of me in North Dakota. I was I was down to three states. Okay. Here they are. I, North Dakota, mm-hmm. which I, I just officially went to. And, and how I consider it official, it's like a football. What's a catch? Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to have possession and make a football move okay. for it to be considered a catch. Take one or two steps, do something with the ball, that kind of stuff. So for me, I can't just land in a plane and then taxi out. Like I had to go feet on the ground. That's one of my standards. You have to have feet on the ground. On the outside yes. ground, like the grass. The ground ground. And you have to uh, spend at least you know, a half hour or something in the, in, in the state doing something, okay. whatever it is. So I got that check in the box. So North Carolina, or excuse me, North Dakota. What did you do in North Dakota? Just... Drop somebody off. We were we were on a plane, <laughs> and we dropped somebody off. Um, nice. So, so I got that one done. Now what remains? South Dakota. Oh. And Oregon. That's well. That's those should be pretty easy. Those, those Oregon should be close. easy. You would Oregon. think it would be easy. I'm surprised you haven't been to Oregon. I'm so surprised. I've had opportunities back. I was supposed to do. Um, uh, helium in Portland. Yeah. In Portland, is mm-hmm. there a helium in yes. Portland? I was back in my stand-up days. I, I was I was booked there to do it, and then I got a movie, so I had to cancel it. Mm-hmm. So I never got there, uh-huh. and then I just haven't been up there. But I'm I'm dying to go. It's a beautiful yeah. state. From what I'm I sure hear. you could go to Nike too and like get some hookups there. When like that would be a amazing. lot of people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, Oregon is supposed to be a fantastic state, and I'm dying to go. It's, right. it's nothing personal. It's just I have not made it. I've made it to 48 other states, and and South Dakota, I, you know, I just haven't had a reason. Uh, but I guess yeah. I need to go see the Badlands and maybe yeah, Rushmore. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. some things to do at least. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll knock that out eventually, and yeah. then I'll have all 50. Yeah, I don't think I've been. I think there's probably like six or seven that I haven't been to. Have you ever sat down and wrote them out? Like really yeah. thought of, really thought it through, and I'm talking about not oh I landed there once on a connecting flight. No, I'm no, talking no, about no. make a football move. You got to no. get out, put your feet on the ground, and yeah. No, take well, a picture. I did so many colleges yeah. grow it. Like when I started uh, stand up, yes. and so because of that, I went to all kinds of other. That's how states. I knocked out the Northeast. Uh huh. That's how I knocked out Vermont, yeah. New Hampshire, mm-hmm. uh, Maine. I went to Bowdoin mm-hmm. College up in mm-hmm. Maine. You know, I yep. did, so uh, uh, I, I, the whole Northeast. 
was done basically through stand-up. Yeah. I went to Delaware last summer, and that was like one of the states that I had never been to. And I was like, you know, I had to yeah. do the, the Wayne's World thing. Yeah. Like, I'm in Delaware. Delaware. Yeah. Rob Hubel and I went, went back in our UCB days. We went to Delaware University. Yeah, it was Delaware University, not Delaware State. But it was, it was their graduation day, and they were having some party in the, mm-hmm. in the quad. And so they asked us to come down and do some comedy. So we went down. We're not stand-ups. <laughs> So we were like, "All right, what are we going to do?" Like yeah. we had to make up something. Uh-huh. So we said, uh, "We're we're here. We just came down and gave them advice on on what you should do after graduation." Oh, and we just made up all this stuff, <laughs> and we were just well, we acted like motivational speakers, but it was just ridiculous oh, stuff. So and it funny. went pretty well. Like yeah. we had a great day, but I think that was like one of the only improvised paying gigs I ever got. So funny. Um, All right. Well, then the only other couple questions was, uh, will we cover the NHL playoffs? Yes. I think I will, for sure, because I'm a huge Kings fan, and they're in the playoffs. So until the Kings lose, I'll be definitely talking about the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) What happens when the Kings lose? Are you in or out? Are you paying attention or not? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Probably not cover it, especially if the Sharks keep going and we don't. The Anaheim Sharks. I think the Kings have to play Vegas to start with, and they're like the best team in the league. So, and this is their first. The what are they, the Golden uh, the Golden Knights? Golden yeah. Knights. And this but we is their beat f- Vegas twice. But this is Vegas's first time in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's their first year their first in the year, NHL. Yeah, so it's congratulations, crazy and exciting for them. Yeah, I mean they are like the bad news bears of. Is this an excuse to go to Vegas? I wish. I wish I could go and watch that. When you know. go to Vegas, do you get the Eiffel Tower daiquiri and walk around? <laughs> Drinking it and screaming at people. I bring it back. I brought it home and then I bring, Did you bring it, it back. on the plane. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, I love those ones that they carry they, around the neck. Those are my favorite ones. Like, like, it's carrying a yardstick drink. No, but, or, but I like that they need a necklace because yeah. it's just too much to hold after a while. Like no amount of exercise at all. Just like drink. And lay around. Well, there's nothing funnier to me when I go to Vegas and I see the Vegas novice. Oh, yeah, the Vegas novice. You know, who buy the Eiffel Tower daiquiri that's (laughs) four feet tall with a straw sticking out the top of the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) And they walk around the strip just power blasting it. And they're drunk. They're hammered. And it's 11 o'clock in the morning. It's like it didn't even take a second for them to get completely bent. And they're in like jean cutoffs and they're screaming – at their cousin Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, look at this. Holy shit. Well, and, yeah. yeah, they're like, these guys are giving out cards for hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones falling for everything. Yeah, just falling for everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. All right, so you don't do that then. You don't do that. Uh, I don't. Okay. No. Right. I do like the frozen drinks. I like going to like the Fat Tuesday. Who doesn't like a frozen drink? Yeah. I like a frozen drink. Frozen cocktail. Especially in hot Vegas. Hot. 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 Uh, yeah, when gonna... is the Big Slick, someone asked. Uh, the Big Slick is a charity event I do in uh, Kansas City, yeah. which I believe you'll be coming to. I believe so. I um, was very excited about that. Um, it is June 1st and 2nd. It's early this year. So uh, it'll be early. It's earlier than we've ever done it, but it takes a lot of coordination. We've got to get the Royals game. We've got to get the Midland Theater. We've got to get you know, celebs to come in town. We're, you know, mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Yes. So, uh, um, and Kansas City's always got something going on, whether it's Jazzoo, whether it's yeah. you know, all kinds of and stuff. Hopefully we'll be taping a podcast out there. I right? would love that if we could yeah. do that. That would be fantastic, We're especially hoping. with the amount of talent we have out there. Yeah. So. 
so we'll be doing that. This week I'll be in Arizona at the House of Comedy yeah. in Scottsdale with my friend Dolph Ziggler, who's a WWE wrestler. So this is his week off because they just had WrestleMania. It so, was huge, too. Yeah, yeah there was, was a lot of people there. There was a lot of people at WrestleMania. Uh, I was not there, and I was not watching it. But uh, <laughs> I saw the social media was lit up with yeah. it. People, a lot of people went to it. A lot of so. people went. And, well, that's um, cool. So you'll be so in Scottsdale this weekend doing yes. some work. And then next week I won't be here because I'll be in Nashville. Uh, but and, we do have something special for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey. The uh, is he coming? In? Oh yeah, he's coming in. That's he, right. Travis Kelsey's coming yeah. in. Uh, the great tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. All Pro, uh, probably right now considered the best tight end in the NFL. Mm-hmm. In my uh, opinion, he's coming in. We're going to be talking football. We're going to be talking life, and also uh, Eric Stone Street. Yeah, uh, plays Cam on Modern Family. Uh, also a Kansas City brother, a good friend of mine, and co-host in the Big Slick will be coming in to help me interview uh, Travis. So it's going to be a big week. Big week. Uh, and you will be missed. I, I will miss you very much. Yes. But I'm we, glad we, that. We'll be thinking about you, and I'll teach the guys how to. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, you definitely have to. Yeah. I won't tell them when I do it at first, just to see yeah, their faces, I know, and right? then I'll break them in. <laughs> that would be amazing. But I'm sure they listen to the show every day. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. They, they're they the ones that are like, we want it more than once a week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, we get a lot of those emails, too. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, it's yeah. a pleasure to see you as always. Yes. I love spending time with you. Great to see you as well. Welcome back. Thank you. And good luck uh, on your adventures. Thank you. We will miss you. I will miss you as well. All right. Uh, for now, this is uh, Rob Riggle. And this is Sarah Tiana. On Riggle's Picks. <laughs> <laughs> Deaths in Afghanistan. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. U.S. forces say three American service members and a U.S. contractor were killed in a roadside bombing near Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Court documents show actress Felicity Huffman has agreed to plead guilty in the college admissions cheating scandal. She's accused of paying $15,000 to have a proctor boost her older daughter's SAT score. More changes at the Department of Homeland Security. A day after Secretary Kirsten Nielsen announced her resignation, the White House says Secret Service Chief Tex Alice will be leaving shortly. Three officials say the departures are unrelated, with Alice's move stemming from a personality conflict within the agency. That's AP Sagar Magani. A bond hearing has been adjourned until next week for a woman from China arrested at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. A federal prosecutor says she had a device to detect human, hidden cameras in her hotel room. Room when Secret Service agents searched it. She also had nine USB drives and five cards. I'm Ed Donahue.